0: Love that jingle, it's still number one, still number one after two weeks. Hello, I'm Sean Wallace, CEO CEO and founder of the Good Blokes Society, and welcome to episode three of the Good Blokes with a Purpose podcast. This podcast, we're going to have a chat to three men who make a living from the residential real estate industry. So let me welcome two of the directors of O'Brien's real estate group, Darren Hutchins, and Stavros. Stavros. He's only got one name, ladies and gentlemen. Only one name. We're going to get to that later, Stavros, aren't we? And senior auctioneer, uh, 100% good bloke from the corporate office, the one and only Johnny Rombotis. Welcome, gentlemen. It's Thanks, great Sean. to be
1: here, Shawnee. Very humbled by the experience.
0: Fantastic. So, gents, before we have a chat, before we get in and talk a bit of professionalism, some personal stories uh, I'd like to just highlight our ethos and DNA at the Good Blake Society. Our passion and purpose, gents, is to create positive relationships for our members and our three pillars of care are business, social and wellness. We're a community that is growing quickly. We provide platforms for men to connect and support one another. So that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to have some real conversations. I'm going to look straight down the barrel. I'm going to start with you, Dazza. We met, right? We've actually had a beautiful dinner tonight at Lamaros. We'll give Lamaros and Paul Dimitina a little plug. We've had dinner at Lamaros tonight, but uh, we actually met Dazza um, on the phone. You gave me a call uh, at a breakfast event that O'Brien's Real Estate hosted. Do you remember that phone call?
2: I do, Sean. We do a, a men's health breakfast, so yearly. It was just before COVID and my background was racing prior to real estate and uh, I reached out to Greg Hall and I thought, you know, great story, Greggy, what he's been through and everything else and pretty humbled. Uh, you know, when I first met Greg, I was a, a whippersnapper and, uh, you know, no one would walk onto a race course with more pizzazz and presence than, than the great man, G. The G. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's been to hell and back and he's owned it and uh, I thought, you know, I'll reach out to Greg, and I thought he'd be a great story for some guys that were really struggling within our organisation. So that's how we, you and I come to be. Yeah,
0: so obviously I was helping Greg at the time, and the Good Bloke Society is still helping Greg, and Greg's a great ambassador. And he, when he gets in front of people and talks about his story from, I guess, the greatness of uh, race riding and riding over 2,500 um, race-winning rides, uh, 49 Group 1 Winning rides, um, Cox Plate, Cox Plate winning rides, um, two Golden Slippers, slippers LA know. Cup, Brisbane Cup. He, he won all almost, the cups, almost two or, cups.
2: He'll he'll whack me for this later, but yeah,
0: and he won a Melbourne Cup, you know, on the on on, on Sub Zero. So great story, but um, obviously that story changed with a lot of challenges post riding with his um, issues with alcohol. And uh, yeah, you reached out, and I remember the conversation, Dazzle. We were on the phone, I reckon, for. Twenty-five minutes, thirty minutes, and and you spoke openly and honestly about your business, but you you got a little bit deep in that conversation. You you, you got and started speaking about your own personal problems, right? And yep. um and, and that's that's how we're going to start. We're going to talk about real conversations, mate. So, um, it was great to meet you really quickly, and I found I got to know you really quickly over that conversation. And then next thing you were hosting a. A um a breakfast and I was there to take it all in and learn a little bit about O'Brien's real estate and you know probably what are we four or five years later we're sitting in a studio with SEN now having real conversations talking about what men need to talk about.
2: It's actually interesting because you and I had a conversation over the phone never met you face to face and we we're booking Greg to, to come and have a chat about you know men's health and, and, and the issues that Greg would have and, and everything else and uh, that breakfast was a bit of an eye-opener for me because I really hadn't opened up to many people about, you know, some of the battles that I was faced with, anxiety and, and, and not so much depression, but, you know, I'd been through a pretty bad and harrowing divorce and you, you sort of look around and you think there's no one there to help you. And uh, it was interesting, I, I'll never forget, I, I've done the, the whole opener and everything else with Greg and, you know, we, we've gone through things and everything and one of my guys walked up and he goes, why don't you just drop your guard and uh, open up about your problems? And he didn't even know I had a problem. So uh, yeah, it was a bit of an opener. So you know, one thing I'll say to anyone out there, if you if you're struggling, there's people out there. There's good blokes out there that you can go and have a really serious conversation with that that are there to help you. So you know, you don't have to you don't have to do it all on your own. And uh, you know, through Sean, I, I then met a couple of other people, and uh, I, I think uh, Lance McChorney, I think was one yep, of the guys yep, that you Lance, put, Lance, you put yep, me onto. Yep, yep, I Lance, to yep.
0: Lance and I One lo- yeah. One Love or Love Me, Love You Foundation, yeah, love another me, great you. platform for men yeah. and for women and uh, for anyone to sort of open up. And and it's about community. The Good Bloke Society, uh, I use that word a lot and I, I, I do. I love that word community because um, it is at the heartbeat of what the Good Bloke Society is all about. And I mentioned earlier about our, our three pillars being business and we're going to talk about the business of O'Brien's uh, real estate because it's a great story and um, we'll uh, talk about the 42 offices, Stavros, won't we? 42? Well, sure will. Is that the right number? We're 42, uh, 43 as of yesterday. 43 of yesterday. So like the GBS, you're growing. Yeah. We're all <laughs> we growing, are. which is good, <laughs> which is very good. But um, the, the, the middle pillar being social and we'll, we'll have a few laughs later, I'm sure, with Johnny and some of the background and stories that I have with Johnny, um, we're talking wellness, right? And I've got a little, um, apology I'm going to provide to Brendan Phillips because episode two, we had four life members and we, we, we sat down and spoke about the Good Bloke Society and those four life members that were in the studio, um, have hardly missed an event, have been there since day one when we first had our first Good Bloke Society luncheon in 2014. And, and these four guys have become pillars of our community, uh, for different reasons, but they've become pillars because they've helped our our growth and they've helped develop our culture. And when we spoke about our 11 Life members, I left one out. And I realized when I got home and re-listened to the podcast, I thought I forgot about Brendan Phillips, BP, one of our true blue 100% good blokes. But um, strangely how it is, is that BP posted a little story, a message into our WhatsApp only yesterday about a friend that he lost, he knew this friend for 35 years and he wasn't quite 50. And what was his they, name, Sean, was that? Sorry. No, I'm not sure of his, I'm not sure of his name, yeah. but, um, BP put a little message in our community WhatsApp group to say, Hey guys, I've, uh, just received notification that a friend of mine for 35 years has, has taken his own life. And, um, it's very important. I can't do anything about, um, him now. We can't save him, but what we can do is we can save someone else and we can, we can, you know, my message to you guys is we've got to look after each other. Um, and if anyone has any issues, put your hand up, speak up, make a phone call, send a text message and let's have a conversation.
2: It's, it's too final. You know, the the whole thing's too final. I mean, just put your head up, ask someone, speak to someone for God's sakes.
0: We, we, we all have a bad day and we all have a bad week, but, um, that's exactly right. It is final. Um, and it's, it's, it's hard to take, it's hard to take for anyone that's, that's experienced it with a a family member or a a dear friend. And, uh, I will put a special shout out to Herdy, a a great friend of mine and one of my best, uh, my brother's best friends who uh, took his own life in his mid forties. Only a few years ago, for no apparent reason, there was no signs. You'd, you'd like to look back and be able to have a sort of a moment again and think, "Oh, wish I'd have reached out and got him more involved in the Good Bloke Society." Because I really feel that we have that community that, uh, if someone is really down in the dumps and having a really really challenging time, I feel like our community has got enough conversation around um, that. You know, there there is there are people around there are blokes that you don't even have long-term relationships with that are, are there to listen and, and and help your journey mate so I think um, it's a, it's a good way for us to start because our, our community is very very em- embracing of um, all all men um, all demographics you know all, all prof- professionalisms professional lisms from a uh, work point of view you, you, you know real estate you guys are in obviously we've got um, um, men that are in logistics um, plumbers carpenters you know Guys that are twenty two, twenty three to to members that are retired in their in their seventies. So, um, yeah, mate. So look, it's great to have you three in the studio and uh, on our third podcast. So let let's talk a bit hutchy about uh, yourself, a little bit of your journey, maybe at growing up, and and how do you become interested and get involved in real estate? Uh,
2: my background was racing. So my grandfather trained a Melbourne Cup winner. My father was a, a pretty successful trainer in his own right. I jumped the fence. I became a steward. So uh, steward, clerk of scales. I did a bit of judging and whatever else, and uh, got to a point where enough was enough. Thirteen years in, uh, met a guy who uh, came out to appraise my home in in Berwick at the time. Uh, walked in and uh, anyway, he he looked around. He surmised the room beautifully, and he goes, oh, you're in the racing game because I had a winning set of Melbourne Cup colours on the wall." Uh, and I said, "Yeah," and I said. Uh, so he says, so Your family he goes, What do you mean? I said, John O'Brien. I said, He's your old man, owns the Mount Pleasant Hotel in uh, up at Alexandria. He said, Yep. I said, Terry O'Brien, I work with him. So Dean came out to uh, appraise my home, and I think he, he cleaned the fridge out and left about seven hours later. So uh, <laughs> come back a few nights later and did the same thing again. Uh, and that was it. So we went and had a game of golf, and I was a bit interested in real estate. How old are you there, Daz? Just on 30. Three yep. little kids. Uh, just on thirty, took a, a leap of, th- of faith, and uh, anyway, we we had a few years together at a company in Berwick, and then uh, it was about seven years in. We we uh, I said to him, I said, "I'm out, I'm done, I'm going to go and do something else." Uh, people we were working for, they weren't the most pleasant people, and uh, and he was actually a, a shareholder in that business, so uh, um, we uh, we then started. The, uh, the business it is, O'Brien Real Estate. Uh, yeah, uh, What well, year? Uh, that was 2010. So the interesting 2010. fact. 2010. We're in
0: 2023 all. So that's 13 years. So yeah. I'll do me maths.
2: Bit of, bit of a fun fact. Mad Collingwood supporter. Mad Collingwood family. My uh, grandfather and father trained for the club. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of history there. And I said to Dean, I said, mate, I said, if the pies win the flag on uh, the Saturday, I said, you're uh, shit out of luck. We're opening on the Monday. I won't be there for a month. So we're about to open the office on the Monday after the uh, the 2010 grand final turns out it was a draw Dean's uh, a bit of a sigh of relief and uh, I'm there on the Monday and I said well I'm going on Saturday so I mightn't turn up for a month after the uh, the Saturday if they get up rest is history I was there the following Monday so uh, yeah it's been 13 years uh, come the second or third of of October so uh, we started in Berwick and uh, yeah we're now 43 officers uh, the great man to my right here, he, he's just opened uh, number 43. So, yeah.
0: Okay, let's go over to Stavros. Now, Stavros, let's, let's tell the viewers only one name. Now, who, who <laughs> only has one name, mate? Eh? Do, do you um, have a surname? Or? M-
3: Madonna, Prince. Uh, the problem is uh, being growing up in Australia,
0: grew up in Hastings,
3: um, it was very hard to say my surname. So back in the 70s, so I just went with Stavros. Uh, every other kid called Stavros around Australia was called Steve. And there was a, f- a famous Stavros uh, that played AFL, but they called him Steve Malaxos. But his real name is Stavros. So there you go. There's a bit of trivia for you.
0: There's a bit of trivia. Yeah. And and, and you're Greek. You're a, yeah. and, and you're familiar with SEN. Yeah. yeah. Very
3: familiar. This is uh, my second my second home at the moment. Over over COVID, we did uh, 130 auctions in the studios here. Um, Craig Hutchison was uh, kind enough to let us use the studios, uh, and we did live auctions because we couldn't go to people's houses. Uh, we had bidders on the screen, so it was quite an experience. But I do a, a podcast here once a week, uh, also do uh, Off the Bench with Craig and, uh, and Liam Pickering on a Saturday where they tune into the uh, Insider, the uh, Real Estate Insider, see what's going on. And of course, I do Greek radio here as well, which uh, we have 160,000 listeners. Well, we've got so, two Aussies
0: and two Greeks in yeah. <laughs> this Yeah, haven't we, John? Johnny Rombotis. Yes, half Greek. We have a few. Yeah. We have, we have a few uh, Greek members. I think that uh, how many any, you got, Shorty? Oh, we'd have a dozen or so. Yeah, yeah there you go. Well, no, there's the
1: there,
3: there's two types of people in this world, though. There's there's Greeks and those that don't know it yet. So oh. <laughs> they must be all <laughs> Greek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. We'll so, so, so what what is your surname, Arihidi? You? So no, the, the surname is Ambedzidis, and that that has been shortened from the original name when my f- father came out to this country. Uh, but m- many people, uh, you know get hard, yeah, it's hard to say M, Z, so they say A to Z or Alphabet. So I just stick with Stavros.
0: Stavros, Mercedes. How's that one? That, that's pretty good. Yeah? I'll go with that's that. That's close? Yeah. He's got a
1: Mercedes too. So. <laughs>
0: that's good. So let's talk about your relationship with, 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 with Dazza and Hutchie and um, O'Brien. So we we you, yeah, did you, sure. you grew so, up interested
3: in real estate? Yeah, look, I, I got into real estate in 1991. In 91, there was no mobile phones. Uh, we used to put people, you know, buyers on. You How know, old cars. are you there?
0: Nineteen, twenty? Oh, about that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. don't have to give you, away your age. But... Won't give away the age. But, <laughs> but
3: back then, it was very, real estate was very different. It was very re- relationship driven. And, and I love your background and your story because as humans, we are wired for connection. And what you've done is amazing with your community because we are wired for connection. And back then, we'd put people in our seats uh, and drive them around. So, But uh, I had a few jobs from 1991 right through to, uh, I was a founder of a a company called MPRE with uh, a couple of business partners then. uh, And we got going. We were young blokes, uh, which then became Harcourts. But uh, around 2013, I bumped into, 2012, I bumped into Darren. Um, I did know Dean O'Brien. Dean O'Brien was one of my vendors, but we never connected that we'd uh, do business together. But it was Darren that was the glue that, one day rang me to buy a property and that's the short story. And, um, he said, how are you going? And I said, Oh, you yeah, not too good. Uh, I said, you must be hutchie. And he goes, how do you know me? And he said, um, I said, you're Dean's business partner. And that's, and th- the connection just started from there. He is the, he's a great, um, people person, Darren. He can read the room, see what's going on. And him and I just connected and he, uh, and he, and he created this beautiful thing where we, we, we bonded, uh, bonded and, and created this partnership with Darren, Dean, and myself. Um, and it was, it's was it been beautiful ever since. So we grew from uh, three officers at the time, and now we're 43. So uh, we've really put in some long hours, hard work. You know, if anyone says it's easy, it's not. But we are, as I said, wide for connection. You've got to be understanding with people. Um, and more importantly than ever, it's in our DNA to help others. And mm. I think if you're doing this job, you've got to be able to help and be passionate about helping humans and, and helping others because we're dealing with them in the most vulnerable times. You know, there's eleven types of, you know, reasons why people sell and some of them are bad reasons. Could be a divorce, could be a death, could be could be anything. Could be marriage, could be birth. Yeah. Uh so we see them at their best times and their and their worst times. So to do this role and, and the the work that we do, you've got to be passionate about helping people and, and for me, uh and Darren, it's in our DNA. Yeah. And I,
0: I, I guess um I guess dealing with people and their emotions right, difficult, especially when you, when you don't know them, but mm. I'm, I'm sure what happens in the relationship is you get to know them pretty quickly, Yeah. right? Because, you know, off, often the case, they're selling a personal asset. They're selling something they've been, um, they belonged you know, had some belonging to for a, a number of years, mm. you know, my, 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 my parents just recently sold their, their house of 53 years and mm. my mother didn't want to move. My father did. Um, it was a very difficult decision, you know, husband and wife at at an age of mid seventies, you know, looking at their next phase of their life. And, um, you know, dad wanted to go and realize that at some point it was necessary Mm. to scale down and, um, but mum, mum wasn't ready, um, because of that emotional connection and all the memories within the household and the, the family home. So you would deal with that a lot. Oh, we deal with
3: that. And that's where it takes a lot of passion, understanding. My dad actually taught me, um, a lot of people say you've got two ears and one mouth, listen twice and talk once. But in essence, in our job, you've got to watch too, because body language is very important. So you've actually got two eyes, two ears and one Mm. mouth. So you've got to observe, watch, um, and you do catch more, you know, more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. So you don't react, (laughs) don't react. I think it's important to listen and, and help. We're there to solve people's problems. Uh, and when you look at it in that way, it's a great role that we we do. One thing I don't like about our industry is that we have a lot of rock stars. Uh, they think they've invented penicillin and cured cancer. Um, and it's not about that. It's not about me, me, me. It's about the customer. And the customer's not always right, Sean, but guess what? They're still the customer. They're still the
0: customer. That's right. That's exactly right, yeah. Stavros. That's 100% right. So um, you, you, you're obviously relationships grown. How, how much time do you spend... Like in the in the office, in the business, um, working on the business, you know, like is there more growth plans for O'Briens outside of, because you're 43 offices, you got 42 yep. in Victoria. Yep. And you've got one in Cairns. One in Cairns, yeah. So no, I'm very
3: present in the office. I like to be seen. Um, and I think it's one of those roles where you've got to be in the office. You've got to be present. You've got to be seen. You've got to be, you know doing doing the thing. And if you're not doing it and, and supporting your team, I don't do a lot of listing and selling. So what I do, my contacts, a lot of my referrals that come in, I'll actually handball them to the team because I don't want to compete with our team. And Darren does the same. And then I think that's where our success has been. A lot of our competitors uh, and a lot of officers out there, you'll see the director is the main competition to the salespeople and you can't be the competition to the salespeople. We've got to be there to lead from the front.
2: I think our job's pretty simple, Steph. We're there to support our people. We're there to mm. to grow our people, to to you know help them get to where they want to get to. That's that's probably the most important thing. So, well, we know, go
0: back to that word community, right? have you've, you've obviously yeah. created a culture within your business and within within the offices and the, and the brand, obviously um, in the brand as well, right? Brand awareness mm. and the and, and the brand so so important in your business, correct?
2: Well, one thing we do, Sean, we when we look at an office or a potential you know, franchisee coming on board. It's not about a, an office on a dot, you know, a dot on a map or just putting an office on for the sake of it. It's about the right people. You know, they, they've got to live the same values that we have within our business. You know, they're, they're, they've they got to live those five values, have the same sort of purpose and everything else. For I know for Stav and me, it's not about money. It's about, you know, seeing our people get to where they want to get to. It's about, you know, the, the purpose and, and them realising their potential. So... You know, it's it's not a case of just, oh, well, there's another dot on the map. It's about having the right people. Mm. And, and knowing full well that when they go out, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, when they go out, they're representing our brand and they're representing our values. And, you know, we can be proud of that. And, uh, you know, hopefully everyone within our organisation is doing the right thing by uh, by our clients and, uh, and their clients, which are the, the greater community.
0: Yeah. Now we're talking about good people. Why don't we bring in a real good person and Rombie. a good bloke? He's had a, bit,
2: he's had a bit of work done too. Have a look at him. He, Johnny Rombotis. Like a bit of a rock star shorty.
0: So for those that don't, don't, know. For those that don't know Johnny Rombotis, so let's let's highlight that Johnny Rombottis played AFL footy, played at the highest level, great achievement. Fitzroy. Uh, we're going to talk a bit about Fitzroy because we, we, we love our footy at GBS and we've got some great ambassadors. Uh, was number one draft pick at Port Adelaide and then finished at the Tigers. Right. Fair to say, that's a, a good achievement playing the highest level of football, John AFL. Um, but I think maybe a greater thrill for you may be the godfather of the one and only Sammy Samuel your, Jet Wallace, your beautiful son, my son. Which you is, are the godfather of my son, I, brother. You are. Uh, we I met am actually. We, we met in those Helium days during the mid nineties when you were playing at Fitzroy.
1: We're playing cards against Jared Malloy. Yes, we uh, we outsmarted him, didn't
0: we? We did outsmart Jared Malloy. That no, no, we kicked us out. He kicked us out. We kicked
1: us out. But we generated a bond, friendship, friendship for life. About those values, about your the ethos. But more importantly, was it's been a long journey you and I. I'm very proud of what you've been able to achieve, particularly as you said back the platform back in 2013. To be able to see what it's doing now and the way it's thriving and, and driving to the level it's getting to, you should be congratulated. Even last week in Mildura, a community of only 25 over lunch, and to see what we're And you got it back on a plane back to Melbourne, and you're hosting another amount of people back in Melbourne too, which is your main sponsor, which is Dexian.
0: Stewie Ward. Hello, Stewie. Ward. Stewie. How on, mate? Go oh, pies, another pie supporter, Daz. Oh, no. We're oh, everywhere hey? at no. the no. moment, <laughs> the pies. Oh, no.
1: Yeah, but it, uh, to, to do what you're doing at the moment, that's why, why I'm actually very... Proud to be part of the O'Brien group too, because there's no egos in the house. <laughs> They're very driven in terms of, as you said, the values. And it's even his stabbed talk then. Yeah, we were obviously in the same team. And he had, you know, he's arguably, despite being a very humble individual, he's he's successful in everything he does. And we've got training tomorrow, Wednesday, haven't we? Darren and we're all equal. We're going into our call centre between 9 and 12 tomorrow in our head head office or in Patterson Golf Club, aren't we? Yeah, Patterson yeah. River Golf Club. And we're all accountable. We've got to do our calls. You know, there's, there's no there's no one. There's all, everyone's together as a group. So We. Exactly. We are we. And I think the corporate office as well is going to be congratulated too because a big decision was made 12 months ago. And, and to see what's going on there with the brand itself and the, the colours and see what they're trying, we're trying to do there too, look out because it's actually, it's it's getting, isn't it? Stav and Darren is becoming a really terrific organization, even better and better.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. Brother, there's one word that comes to mind when I think of you, <laughs> right? And it's family.
1: Yes. Right?
0: It's a word that we, uh, and I think that you've, uh, you've, you've made your own. You, you use a lot. Um, you love using the word family. Mm. And I, I honestly feel sitting here and only spending an hour and a half with Stavros, Madonna, <laughs> previous at Lamaro's, um, and really it's the first sort of, you know, decent conversation and time we've spent together. Obviously with Hutchie now, we've been in the same room and conversation mm. and Hutchie's now been a, enough GBS events. He understands the community um, and what we're about and we've got a 30 year relationship. But I feel like the relationship you have with, with Darren and, and, and Stavros is that family.
1: Yeah, it is, and I said, "I." It, you only sometimes you actually like back to my footy career, which I, I like to share it sometimes too, because it's you know I, I got drafted, wanted to play football, played at Fitzroy, forget the accolade, everyone, you know, number one draft pick, three year deal, got a trade to Richmond, and at twenty four years of age, you are playing in front of Essendon, in front of ninety thousand people, and then Dean Solomon comes from an angle, and then you get told you can't you can't play footy again. So how do you adapt to that? And then the adrenaline of playing in front of all those people, ninety thousand, whatever it was, I thought stock break might have been an option, but real estate was that adrenaline junkie, which is at auctions, which Stab and I do every weekend. That was a that was the, the what we wanted to do in terms of the adrenaline. And I do auctions every week; it's been fantastic. So you, then you go through a period where you're doing you're doing auctions, you're doing, auctions, you're doing real estate. I've been in it for nearly twenty two years now, and it come to a period last week. And Darren, this is why. The connection from Darren is so strong because I, I was walking away from the game. <laughs> I was done. And I, I, I lost the passion, lost the desire. Uh, I, I lost confidence in certain areas in the game. I lost the people, the people like you talk about, rock stars and the politics in the game. So I was walking away from it. And I was on stage, fortunate enough, by the MC and doing an auction for me and a listing boys melee, And I, I prepared for it like you always do. You learn how to prepare for your, what you do and you do your preparation for your auctions and everything else to And I come off stage, and and the boys said from LA, said, "What are you doing?" She'd come over to LA, and do real estate over there. So I can't. My my beautiful son and my my partner, and I'm happy here. He said, "Well, there's much better opportunities over there, commission wise, everything else." And then Darren was in the audience, weren't you, Darren? And he said, "Well, what are you doing?" And no one knew at all that you leave from Buxton, which is a great little office there, which is quite you know quite successful. Left a mate of mine, Craig, to go the McGrath. As you know, stab 2, And I had a nine month stint there. John McGrath gave me a call. He said, We've seen you on the block. We think you can be great. Fit our culture, our ethos, as you talk about with GVS. And I couldn't stand it. I didn't I didn't like it at all. And that's when I left the game. And until, as I said, I met a fantastic, humble, beautiful family. Talk about Darren, I'll get a bit emotional because he's an absolutely beautiful human being. He thinks about everyone else except himself. That's why I worry about him sometimes. And he's got me loving the game again. Well, that's the, important. The game's back. It's, in, uh, it's
0: important. You got to love what you do. And, I we do. Have, and we have a laugh too. And we, that,
2: do, we, do,
1: have a, we <laughs> do have a laugh. Don't we, Darren? And, uh, you know, you gotta be, you gotta tell as it is. And that's what it is right now. You know, you talk, talk about your third club. <laughs> I played three clubs at the AFL level and am at my third club. And this club, is nowhere egos, goes. And it's an absolutely beautiful environment and we've got resources. We've got systems. And I think the way it's going at the moment, it's only going to get better and better. In our office at the moment, we're growing up. you, turn. We, we had a job interview yesterday of one of our staff members. I won't go into detail. What I talked about. If he needs any help, come and see me. From the point of view of my face, but I won't go into that. But the good, the good thing is.
2: Hang on, he's t- he's twenty-one years of old. You're trying to get him onto Botox. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you need a bit of work. He looked down, about thirty because If you, if you ball, need a bit of work but, done down the down the track oh, I'll, just chap, gave him, I'll, I'll, I'll to, sort it out for you.
1: I told him <laughs> the truth. I said, "Look, if you need any help, as you know, my wife's in the cosmetic game, and she, uh, she said, uh, get some more customers on board, money,
0: John.' <laughs> look, you look great, John. You've always looked good, really. You're I have. You're, you're, you're a very uh,
2: as, as Beryl said tonight. He looks about sixty-five. How was that uh, one, huh?
0: Yeah.
1: No, With but 40. yeah, it's a it's a it's great to as it, I said, timing in your life, forty-six or look thirty-six, whatever it is. I'm, uh, I'm in a great place, and it's thanks to having the right core people around us. It's nice to have a beautiful partner, great team, good good working environment. Great to see how well you're going, Shauny, because it's uh, I know how important it is to you. I we'll could talk about Greg Hall. We had Greg at a function two weeks ago, and and Richo said this quite clearly a couple of weeks ago. You know the reason why these absolute superstars have these lapses or have these periods in their life because. You've got to talk about Greg Hall. He's been. He's having lunch with Kerry Packer and Law Williams, and they're asking him about who's going to win. He's <laughs> going to win in eight rides tomorrow. And they're putting money on it because he's the expert. And then he goes through his period of life for his sprawl down. Now we're going to support him. And as Richo said, these footballers are playing in front of 100,000 week in, week out. Look at the Collingwood Bandit right now. And Richmond's supporter base, 103,000 members. And you get told at 26 years of age that we don't want you playing Richmond anymore. Where, where can they go from up being this accolade of up here and coming running out of the adrenaline to all of a sudden saying, where do I go now? Because they're going to get involved in parts of their life and tr- drink alcohol and do this and do that. So it's a very fine line. It's having what you've got now, Sean, and having look like at Sam Fisher, who I think, as Duck said, he said he, he couldn't speak in front of his peers at St Kilda in his heydays at centre back, but now he's got a chance to speak in a platform and a breakfast up at South Yarra. And now he speaks, that is a very powerful, very yeah. powerful. Yeah. Well, so he, well had, he
0: had one of his, couple of his teammates at the breakfast that morning, one Steve Baker. What did he say? He and, uh, said he couldn't believe it. Uh, Mat- and, Matty Fergus and that they were blown away with seeing him get up and speak in front of, you know, 20 people. It was only 20 people, um, for 25, 30 minutes. Um, they were blown away because they hadn't seen him speak in front of their friendship group for more than a couple of minutes and, we're going back to our business and wellness event we had in May. He stood on stage or That's sat right, on stage he did too. with Spoke in front of five hundred. Well. Yep. And um, I had some members come up and some guests that come up, and uh, that you know we had Mark Boris and Eddie Maguire there, Guy Leach, Wayne Carey, and a few people come up and said Sam Fisher was the highlight of the day and and, and inspired them. So He's
1: the auctioneer wasn't bad that, that day, was he?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stavros? Stavros. <laughs> the au- auctioneer did a great job. The auctioneer does always does a great job.
2: So, so Shawnee, I'll, I'll fill you in on a little thing. You know, almost 20 years ago. So we, you know, I started in real estate on the 15th of September, 2003. Mm-hmm. And back in the racing days, I was very critical of the lack of training and support for jockeys and trainers coming through the industry because, you uh, know, Greg one of the greatest and you know i mentioned early no one would walk into a race course and carry himself better than greg hall you know he he was just an enigma he was incredible but i was very critical back then of, of the lack of training and support that the industry gave these people coming through and and training around you know future career progression and everything else so i, I think as an industry the racing industry has failed a lot of people and it's great to see that you know the, the gbs is is getting behind and supporting these guys yeah. Um, you know, and I look at football. You know, they've they've had stellar careers, and then what next? What's next? You know, where's where's the trade school? Where's the, you know, the education well, system? No one prepares them for that hutch, and, that, and, and, and that's, that's the, the, the unfortunate thing. thing. And you know, and that's part of the reason I left the industry because I I, I kept seeing these guys. And Fab Invelala, who who works with us, is a a real success story. Okay, Fab was a a relatively good jockey. We're driving down the freeway one day, and and he's in the car beside us, and the windows come down. We're we're sitting on the on the southeastern car park. I said, "What are you doing? Come to the Barry Hotel. Let's have a chat." Mm-hmm. Now, Fab couldn't read or write. He got too heavy. He would have been on the scrap heap. You know, we picked him up. Dean and I picked him up, and you know, he worked side by side with me for seven years. Now he's a very successful real estate agent in his own right.
1: Fantastic.
2: And can read and write, and knows his way around a computer and everything else better than me. But you know, there, there was that... That's there was a great no, story, there, mate. There was that's no a great real career story. progression yeah. and, and unfortunately, you know, these people, they fall through the cracks and it's bloody sad.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's where you just need to have a bit of kindness, uh, a bit of care. Yep. You need to be uh, authentic in, the, in, in respecting people around you and, and, and just keeping your eyes open. Um, and as you said, Stavros, mm. you know, you've got two ears and one mouth. So listen. And two eyes. And two eyes. Yeah, there's a very famous saying... Very, one, very, one famous say
3: <laughs> very famous saying uh, from a famous person. He said, um, be kind always. <laughs> Johnny's lost it.
0: Johnny has lost it. Be, be well, kind always. So... I, th- I think that's the Greek coming out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that the Greek coming out? He didn't say
1: what I thought he did. Oh, yeah. well, it's true. I'm, <laughs> well,
2: I'm
0: not sure whether we'll... <laughs> you can't edit that, can you? No, that's yeah. all right. That's yeah. all good. Um, can, we,
1: can we give the reason, The other, the other part about the walk last year... What did you raise last year in that walk? Over $50,000, is that right, from my recollection?
0: Yeah, we we stopped the clock at 50 again the last two years. We've raised um, close enough, but uh, the GBS have committed to uh, $50,000 to our charity partners. Uh, We'll have to speak about uh, this year's walk in a minute, um, Stavros and, and Darren, because last year you did support the walk through the foundation. So maybe... A good, uh, opener there, Johnny, uh, to, for us to have a chat about the foundation because that just shows how much you do care about, um, others, O'Briens. <coughs> You've started up a foundation. When did the foundation start and what, what's the purpose of the foundation? Great question.
3: Um, the foundation actually started in 2016 and, uh, the catalyst, um, mainly was, um, my father. So my father, uh, had MND and for years ago we used to watch, um, Neil Danaher with his big freeze, um, and then we never thought that would happen to us. That it had happened to our family, so that was when my father passed away. I got very involved with MND uh, Victoria, and I did some. Um, I was 125 kilos. How was your, back then?
0: How old was your father when he passed? Uh, 72. Took yeah. him six
3: months. He uh, six it affected all only. all these involuntary muscles, so it was very hard. Um, and I'll I'll never forget when he got <clears throat> diagnosed. He. Um, I rang Hutch and Dean, I said, look, I'm going to have to take some time off. Uh, I'll be away from real estate for a little bit. If you guys can just look after my businesses, cause I wanted to spend that time with my dad and, um, it didn't take long at all. My dad was a a wrestler, he was called Nick the Greek. So he was a very strong, big man and Hutch knew him quite well, but to see him just, um, become, uh, the man he became in the end, it's actually quite sad, you know, we're very humane with our animals but not with our own people. Uh, And that's why I'm a big believer in in voluntary euthanasia uh, when you get to that stage. Uh, And that was the catalyst. And and we did some amazing things to get it going. Uh, I did 130 Ks across the Great Wall of China. Um, I did Kokoda. uh, And then I ran the New York Marathon just to raise money for MND. And we raised hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then we formed the O'Brien Real Estate Foundation, and and a big, you know, little short, fat Greek kid from Hastings. I was going to say that, but I'd get lynched. <laughs> yeah, from uh, to do what I did. Fit from here, mate. I'm fit now, but I was I surely wasn't then, mate. I'll show you some of the photos. Uh, and we decided to to start this foundation where we'd take um, uh, a, a smidgen of every sale that was made uh, and put it aside for the foundation. And we, we've raised close to with all our other events, with our golf days and and our race days and everything that we've done out, down at Packenham Race Day, uh, we've raised close to $2 million. Uh, oh, and we've supported people. That's amazing. Yeah, that's no, amazing. For something you know, like that. for our And that's come from our people, from every sale that's happened. Yeah. But who have we supported? We don't just support the big companies and the small foundations, but we've supported Backpack for Kids, kids that have been displaced. and um, men uh, men's sheds. Yeah, men's sheds and you know, or dogs for kids with disabilities, those dogs are amazing. They can pick up illnesses in a, you know, whether a kid's about to have, uh, you know, a diabetes uh, or, or, or whatever it is, but these dogs, you know, and we, we've supported so many different foundations from MS to, you know, we've sent people over to Russia to get some treatment done, have come back cured. And there's so much that we do around our local communities, which is, uh, and I'd like to thank our, our team members at O'Brien Real Estate, because if it wasn't for them, we couldn't do this. And I, you know, and it goes to show the, the basis of a network, you know, you can grab one stick and snap it right, grab 10 little twigs and it's harder to break. And that's what a network does. And that's what we've created. And that's why I'm so proud of what y- your story, uh, that you told me over dinner tonight. So
2: the, the, the whole ethos so Stab is living local, giving local. Yeah, it is. You know, so we support a lot of local charities and we're happy to jump on board with you, Sean, because mm. we knew where the, you know, where the money was going to hit and, and, uh, yeah, I think yeah, well,
0: that's, that's, that's just great. You know, like I didn't know the, didn't know the story behind the foundation. And I mm. think that that's, there's no bigger purpose than starting something because of the, the loss of uh, your dad, yeah. Stavros. Yeah. And, 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 and then, and, um, so I've heard, uh, Darren talk about the foundation a lot and I've been to the golf day and we, we, we share that purpose. Mm. You know, we share the purpose to create something that can help other organizations and platforms and communities and, and causes. And there are there, there's, there's so many different, um, bodies and organizations that mm. need financial support. So to be able to do that, you know, we've supported, um, Windermere family services, um, you know, you mentioned Matty Richardson before he's an ambassador of the GBS and a, a great friend of yours, John. And, um, uh, he's an ambassador of Windermere family service. So we're able to support them. Uh. Outside the locker room, uh, we've been able to support. um, There's been some other uh, regional educational support network, you know, a bunch of kids that decided that they were um, from regional areas and they understood that there was a lot of kids in regional areas that didn't have the skills and didn't have the smarts and education to be able to get through uh, tertiary and secondary school. And they had the smarts, so they decided to create a website for those kids and give free tutelage. But they needed obviously resources to to help those kids and 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 I guess to pay for the website and and pay for um some travel and things and we've been able to donate some money to them um to help other kids learn and get education. You've so, also
1: helped the uh, some of the members too through their hardships too. Of course, yep. of
0: course we've helped sure. some members member and, some. and 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 uh, we, we we talk about the captain a lot, mm. um, which is. Um, Corey, we, 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 we miss Corey. Um, we did help his, the the family, the Parker family when, when Corey passed. Um, and we've helped some other members as well. And, and, and Greg Hall and Mark Eustace, two great members and ambassadors that are still fighting the fight and fighting (laughs) their challenges. We, we, we help them, um, in, in a lot of ways and financial is one of them and doing the walk that we've done in Melbourne the last two year, three years. We've walked 24 hours, Stavros, um, to, <laughs> to raise money and awareness for men's mm. health, mental health, and, and all those charity partners. Feel the Magic's another one that, uh, we, we've helped out, which, uh, which, uh, do wonderful things and help families that, uh, lose loved ones, um, mm. or parents, you know, that, 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 um, are lost through tragic circumstances and and uh, we, we help the kids from those uh, families.
1: Remember doing the auction at the Column there. Mm. George on for yeah,
0: fill the magic. So there's lots of great things. So mm. purpose is important. So maybe uh, I'll get to Johnny in a minute. Uh, Hutchie, what, what's your purpose now in, in, in life going forward, you know?
2: Oh, look, I think from my perspective, I, I just love seeing people get to where they want to get to. And if we can elevate and help them and, you know, we, 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 I, th- I think Stav summed it up early. You know, we're, we're here to help people get where they want to get to. And, and, you know, it's not all about money. I mean, you come here with nothing, you leave with nothing. It's, it's about the journey on the way through. And, uh, you know, I, from my perspective, to see a kid being interviewed, 21 years old, to work under a, a John Robotus, who's a phenomenal real estate agent, and to then assist him to get to his next phase and, you know, become a standalone agent and, you know, go off and have a family and everything else. Like, there's nothing better than that. For me, there's nothing better. So, you know, and and I think in real estate, there's been so many people that have been turfed out on the scrap heap, and uh, you know they might have done ten years of real estate, 10 first years over and over again, and then all of a sudden they come through and with the right training support and everything else, you can you can get them to be, you know, get them that next level really quick and and facilitate their growth and see see them in a, a, a far better place. For me, you know, in the last two years, Rombo. Talked him off a cliff when I was in Cyprus. I'm, I'm in Cyprus. You know, I think Richmond got their ass kicked by uh, Brisbane that night. <laughs> you might have been over in Perth, the infamous uh, Perth trip with, with Duck. Bit of a chat to you and the Duck. Yeah, on, Jimmy's the birthday. Yep. Jimmy's birthday. And, uh, you know, Rombo wasn't in a great spot. I said, mate, let me get home. Let's have a chat and uh, let's see where we go. And, you know, he's, he's back on his feet and he's flying. Absolutely flying. That's yeah, and, uh, and for me, that's, that's what makes me tick. Yeah. Love it. The best.
0: Yeah, that's great, mate. Johnny, purpose. Well, What's just your saying, purpose I, now, I, mate?
1: Well, I'm enjoying the, as I said about the real estate components, but seeing the vendor, like you said, Steph, you know, the, the actual part of it, to see the, is it, there are, you said there's 11.
3: 11 reasons for 11 so, reasons. Yeah.
1: I, I look at, obviously, the, the death component, which is terrible, and you've got marriage and then you've obviously got see, financial, change, financial, change. they're the three, mm. as you said, pillars, but there's been a number of examples even this year that we've sold with Darren and to see the satisfaction from the vendor through adversity. It's been it's been, it's been a nice hit for us to see that you've got the, the ability to do that. But from the O'Brien team right now, you can see even hearing us, to, even, hearing, even hearing Stav, how humble he is and Darren, so we're the same. So what we're going to do, if we all agree, Stav and, and Darren, is that every transaction that happens uh, that we have through the members' we're going to give 20% back from the top. So from example of if it's a $20,000 commission, 4000 will go straight into the GBS fund. And hopefully over a period of time, we do that walk over that 12 month progression. We can sit down and say, Shawnee, we'll get a, we'll get which they're both own the, the board companies anyway. We'll get a check written out and we'll say, Shawnee, we've got our achieve for the members to give, there might be a, a forty dollar check, depending on how many transactions we do, and that'll be a wonderful satisfaction for my collective group, O'Brien, but also that the members know that they've contributed too. Because unfortunately, people have got to sell, <laughs> so we'll give them the right point, point
0: they have well, to well, sell.
2: It's not it's, it's not uh, only members, but it might be family, family members, friends, yeah. friends, family whatever. friends, anyone mention, within our community m- m- that needs to, to sell to their or home.
0: Or? Yeah. They now sell it through O'Brien's real estate, and you're going to. Rebate, donate back twenty percent which we can put into our members wellness and health fund.
1: And what you're gonna get from us too is it's it's very e- it's easy listing a home, but it's the communication. So from our point of view we'll communicate on a regular basis and turn it into our own home and get the outcome through the process. There's no we always can't guarantee what you're gonna get, but we can do through the process and we'll guarantee we'll be able to get a result that with because they're gonna get the, the right service.
0: That's great. That's great. Hey, boys, it's been a great chat. Hang on, on, Stab's purpose. We we, we have...
3: (laughs) What's your purpose, (laughs) You can't let him off the hook. My purpose... um, Madonna, your purpose, please. My purpose would be when we get to the end of our life that I've made my family, my children and uh, all my family very proud.
0: Nice and simple, mate. That's, yep. a, that's, that's, yeah, I'm, that's, I'm,
3: I'm a Greek family man. Yeah. Make yeah. my, humble, my children, that's my children, uh, There's Connie that and that word again, Nick.
0: family. Yep. To uh, make yeah. them proud. That's great chance. Um, you know what we're going to finish. I'm going to finish with a little bit of news, GBS news, right? And then we're going to hear that famous number one jingle, <laughs> but, uh, we were <laughs> up in Mildura, you mentioned it early, Johnny, we were up in Mildura last Friday and we hosted our first inaugural Mildura event. I'd like to really thank uh, Michael and Lewis Saru from 400 Grady. Can I just say quickly then?
1: He reminds me of Andy Garcia. I was calling him Andy Andy Garcia. He knows if he's... (laughs) Andy Garcia. Is he listening? We'll make sure that he listens to this episode Andy Garcia, it's hilarious.
0: So Michael, and 400 Grady. So anyone that uh, travels through Mildura, you have to go check out uh, 400 Grady. We had a fantastic day. Um, Duck was great. Johnny, you were great. Uh, Ray Pratt and Nick Fulkhead from... You know, they do their own podcast, actually. They did a podcast. What's his uh, name? Forkhead. (laughs) Right. Did a podcast with George Samios because they got their own podcast. I should have stayed in bed. Right. They interviewed Duck and Duck said, I should have got out of bed. Um, But uh, so to Nick Forkhead and Ray Pratt, thanks, boys. Uh, You're you're massive contributors uh, and ambassadors up in Mildura now. Uh, But we are growing. I mentioned that earlier, we are growing. So I'm going to mention some new members that have come on board the GBS in the last couple of weeks. I'm going to start in Mildura uh, with Chris and Nick Smith, Jason Kane. Andrew Masters is actually from Adelaide. He drove all the way from Adelaide to Mildura to come to his first GBS event, said, I'm signing up um, by the time we had Entree. He's from Adelaide. And we had an event two weeks ago in Adelaide, and Ronnie Barton and Anders Rosenland, right, Nice Norwegian name there, Daza. Signed up from Adelaide. Um, last week I was up at Brisbane, caught up with uh, Richie Lemming and a uh, few of the Brisbane members, and uh, we caught up with Maddie, Maddie Packer, Adam Gardner from Brisbane. They joined up on the spot. So we welcome those boys. Uh, we've, we've signed another member in Singapore. I think we're up to eight members in Singapore. So to Robert Davidia. Devi- <laughs> welcome, Rob. Robert Davidia. And uh, now we go to the Gold Coast, beautiful Brett Abigar, Abicar, Abicare, Abicare, Abica, well, Abica. Abica, right, he signed up. Got some interesting surnames, <laughs> don't we, Stavros? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I love it. And we've got another one from Melbourne, Dan- Daniel Sims, and he's uh, looking forward to our, the Penfolds Grange Lunch at the George-on-Collins. He's booked some tickets, he was straight into the Penfolds Grange Lunch at the George-on-Collins. So welcome to all the new members, welcome to those gents. Uh, what we've got coming up in August, because we are at the 1st of August today, I actually leave with seven other good blokes on uh, Thursday and Friday this week. We leave with the Darwin Cup. Uh, Darwin Cup was a historical uh, event for the uh, dipper and myself, Steve Heavey, and a few other good blokes for a long period of time. I haven't been there for four years due to COVID. Going back on Friday, looking forward to catching up with some old friends in Darwin. Next week, we are got a StroPro Breakfast, thanks to Jake Island and Anto Joseph, uh, next Thursday morning at Goldfields House, 627 Chapel Street. Then Friday, we're at the George-on-Collins for our soccer and wine lunch uh, on on Friday. And we've got uh, Lubo Misilovic. How is that, Lubo? Lubo. We've got Lubo um, who had uh, achieved eight soccer international caps with uh, the Socceroos. So he's going to speak about his Socceroos days and uh, his, his battle with a bit of mental health and depression. So we look forward to next Friday. Later in August, uh, we head to Perth. We head to the stables over in Perth. Duck's back in Perth, is he? We're going back to Perth, yep. Duck's back, is he? Duck is back, going back to Perth. That's good. There he is. On the 26th of August, on the Saturday with the Nelson Twins, uh, we've got a few tables already booked. Uh, looking forward to hosting our inaugural GBS function in Perth. And then um, we get into September. We get into September and we go to Brisbane and we go to Sydney. And and then we're looking forward to the Dexian Grand Final, lunch on the 28th of um September, Thursday. a Thursday, our big marquee event. It's a belter. Um and then the later great in the Kevin year. Kevin Sheedy, I've been told he's been. Kevin here. Sheedy's gonna come and we've got yes. a nineteen ninety-three theme, SNV V. Carlton. So we look back on grand finals and we do a bit of a historical look back and talk about a famous grand final. So we're gonna talk about the baby bombers. So we'll get Sheeds who coached that team. Um and uh look forward to that. That's a that, that is a highlight of the year for all the GBS members in Melbourne. We've got a lot of guys travelling. Uh, you boys you, listen you, to...
2: Th- you could shut ch- him down pretty quickly, Sheets. Just talk to him about 1990.
0: That's, <laughs> that's all he needs to... He
1: woke up and uh, knew he was going to lose, He yeah,
0: said. Yeah. Did he? He woke yeah. up and knew he was going to lose. Do you think, boys, you would have listened to the first two episodes, uh, we do a quiz, right? We do a quiz. So the, the last quiz, episode two, was the question... The question was, is Ange Postacoglu... Right. Who is he coaching in the Premier Premier League, John?
1: Tottenham Hotspur.
0: That is the answer. Tottenham he is. And Timmy Glenn from Direct Couriers. He he was the <laughs> first first correct answer. So Timmy, you've won the George Samios bottle of red. So you've won the prize, mate. Congratulations. He coming with An Posta Koglu. So this week's quiz. Okay, this week's quiz. I mentioned it a few times. We we we, we because it's a real estate theme today with the O'Briens real estate. Uh, the quiz is, is how many offices does O'Brien's real estate have, right? So you've got to send the answer, send the answer to sean at goodblokesociety.com.au. So send the answer through to sean at goodblokesociety.com.au. First correct answer wins the bottle of wine. Okay. How many offices do uh, O'Brien's real estate um, run? So we look forward to that. And um, that's it. We're um, Guys, I really appreciate your time. Uh, really appreciate the fact that, uh, John, we've had a long standing relationship, friendship, and uh, I'm looking forward to the next part of our journey from a friend's point of view. All your support at all the events, all your auctioning, um, travelling around the country for the Good Blokes Society, it's My much pleasure. appreciated. And now, Darren and Stavros are now part of the GBS family, and uh, I've really enjoyed uh, episode three of the Good Blokes Society. With a purpose well, we've podcast. Got another,
1: we've got a, one of the best auctioneers in the country, which is named Steph Ross. we can use him now. He can Stav take over.
3: <laughs> Guys.
0: Thanks, Shawnee. Thank you. Thanks for your Thank time. You. Thank you, Sean. Over to the jingle.
3: It's the good blow It's the good blow It's the good blows society
1: podcast.